Ollie got a call, a strange call. Are the octopus? I said, yes. I need your help. Someone's taken a big bite out of my door. I said, oh, that's, that is very strange. Um, okay, have you seen my rate card? Yes, that'll be fine. Here's the address. Can you come, can you come right away? I think they might still be nearby. I said, uh, yeah, I can actually. It'll take me about 20 minutes to get up there. Um, yeah, I'll be there soon. So I rented a zip car and, and headed up. Is this place up in the county, up in the woods, kind of northwest of Baltimore City. And he pulled in. And he had to drive into the woods quite a bit to get to the house. It ended up being more like half an hour that it took him. The map was a little deceptive. Um, as he pulled up, he pulled through like some bushes, and all of a sudden there's a very strange house, brightly colored. It looked like a giant gingerbread house. All he pulled up, he got out of the car, and he knocked on the door, and he could see the door indeed had a, several big bites out of it. Excuse me. And a little old lady came out and said, Oh, it's good you're here. Um, yeah, so you can see the door. And, I mean, I'm not that mad, but they do need to come and, and pay for what they took. That's what I feel, how I feel about it. I said, okay, okay. You said you think that they might still be nearby? I said, yes. I noticed right around the door and in a couple other places there were these these breadcrumbs. I said, oh, I see them now, yeah. So I wonder if these people are, if, well, I assume it was people, but if they're dropping breadcrumbs, and maybe they could be found if you follow the breadcrumbs. Well, I said, huh, okay. Have you tried following the breadcrumbs? I said, no, uh, I can't. I've got some other things going in here that I need to attend to. Uh, so I can't leave the house right now. Plus, uh, I'm a little afraid of confrontation. I said, okay, that's that's fine. Um, I noticed as I came up, actually, that not just the door, there's some bites out of some other pieces of your house. Why, why do you think it's people? Oh, uh, well, because of the shape of the bites. Look. I did look, and it did look like human bite marks. I said, but how would a person bite through your door or the side of your house? Said, well, the house is, it actually is made of candy and chocolate and gingerbread. I said, oh, that's very strange. I said, well, you know, different strokes for different folks. I said, all right, well, I'll start following the breadcrumbs. Um, and I'll call you. Tell you, about, you know, if I find anything. I said, great, great. And so I left following the breadcrumbs out back into the woods. He noticed that there was smoke coming out of the chimney of the house. But he turned to the breadcrumbs. He followed it, and he went into the woods. It's kind of hard to follow because they're not that big, but he could kind of follow a trail. And then he saw him going around the side of a tree and into a 
big, big, hollowed out log. Luckily, all I brought his flashlight. So he turned on his flashlight and flashed into the log, and there was a very frightened looking 12 year old boy or so. And he said, Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, you found me. Don't, please don't take me back. I said, Okay, um, calm down. What's going on, little boy? Why are you hiding in a tree stump? I said, Well, I got. I escaped. I was trying to get for, go for help, but my sister's. She's still in there. I said, Your sister's still in where? In that. in the candy house. I said, Whoa, hold on a second. You, are you the person that took bites out of the candy house? I said, well, yes, that was me and my sister, both of us. But we didn't mean any harm by it. We didn't know it was somebody's house. We certainly didn't know it was the house of a, of a mean old witch. Oh, I said, um, go on. I said, well, yes, yeah, so we got lost here in the woods, and... and well, we saw this house, and it looked like candy, and I thought that was fun, so we went up. If we got close, it smelled like candy. So, uh, well, I licked one of the the shingles, and it tasted like cinnamon and sugar. And, and my sister, she licked one of the vertical beams, and it tasted like chocolate. And well, then we both took a bite. And then I went and took a bite of the door, and we both fell asleep. I guess the candy's drugged or something? I don't know. And we woke up. We were inside the house, inside cages. And there's some old witch there, and she was cackling and warming up the oven. I think she's going to eat us. But I was, I'm pretty strong, and I managed to kick the cage open and escape when she wasn't looking. But I was going to go get help. My sister's still in there. I said, this is a lot for me to take in. Um, so you're saying that still inside the house, there's another kid, and that lady is planning to eat us. That's what she said, anyway. I said, oh, my. All right. Um, uh, hold on. I got out his phone, but he didn't call the lady that had hired him. He called the county police said, hey, I've got some kind of situation going on here. There's this kid who's afraid of this lady, and the kid says there's another kid stuck in the lady's house, and she's going to eat them or something. I, I need somebody to come. I need an officer to come and, and watch the kid while I try and figure out what's going on with the lady or, or whatever. I said, um, okay, sir, we can have somebody there uh, in about 15 minutes. Can you wait? I said, um, no, I'm worried about the other kid. I'm going to leave my phone with this kid so the officer can find this kid with the GPS. I'm going to go try and rescue the other kid. I said, sir, I really can't recommend that. I think you should leave it to the professionals. I said, I am the professionals. And he handed the phone to the kid and started rushing back to the house, following along. Ollie looked and saw that the, the chimney was still smoking. He didn't go right around to the front door. He came and looked through a back window. 
trying to see. It wasn't that big of a house. He looked and he saw, and indeed, he saw there was pretty much just one room inside the house. And there were two cages. In one cage, the door was broken. In the other cage, there was what looked like a little girl in the corner of the cage, sitting there with her head between her knees, probably pretty scared. And that nice old lady that had greeted him didn't look so nice now. She was warming up a big pot on the stove, putting in onions and rosemary and spices and cackling to herself. Now I thought, oh no, the kid was right. This lady is some kind of cannibal. This house is bait. I thought and thought and thought. How can I rescue this kid? And then he spotted it. On the back side of the house where he was, there was a really well-kept garden. And on the side of the house, to water the garden, there was a hose. And I thought, well, if this house is made of candy and gingerbread and cinnamon, those things all dissolve in water. So he took the hose and positioned it so that if he was able to drill a hole through the wall with the hose, it would come out right where the little girl was, you know, stuck in the cage. So he turned on the hose and started putting it at one spot on the wall, and sure enough, it did start to burrow through the candy that the wall was made of. He was hoping it was quiet. It sounded quiet to him, but who knows what it sounded like inside. All I kept looking back in the window, and the old witch was still cooking. She hadn't heard. Bit by bit, bit by bit, over the course of a couple of minutes, the wall gave way. Oh, I was nervous. The witch would hear, or go over and look, or something. But, right when he was getting too nervous, a hole came through in the wall you know, from the hose. He started pulling pieces out, and the little girl looked up, surprised. Oh, I said, shh. And she nodded. And I pulled the wall off enough so she could crawl out. And she crawled out. Come with me. Come with me. And I took the girl back to where he'd left the, the, the boy with the phone. And as he did that, as he came up that way, he saw that there were now two officers there at the tree trunk. They had the kid out of the tree trunk. And... Um, the little girl ran up and said, Klaus, you're okay. And the little boy said, Mary, you're okay. And they gave a big hug. And I was just, okay, what's going on here, Ollie? I said, oh, Mitch, how's it going? Mitch was an officer that I knew. He said, I think, this is going to sound crazy, but I think this lady has a drugged candy house, and she's using it to kidnap any children. Everyone sat there and blinked for a second. I said, well, we can't have that. So the officers said, lead the way, Ollie. And Ollie, with two police officers in tow, went back to the house. And they knocked on the front door. Some scuffling inside. And the door opened up. And she was back in her sort of nice old lady demeanor. I said, oh, Ollie, good, you're here. 
were you able to find the thieves? I said, well, I was, but I'm afraid they have a little bit of a different story. I said, oh, what do you mean? And then the officers came around and said, ma'am, you're under arrest for kidnapping. I said, kidnapping? No, I didn't kidnap anybody. They, they, they that's the people's pieces out of my house, but I didn't kidnap anybody. I said, ma'am, look, look at your cage. She whipped around and looked and saw the big hole in the back of the cage. She said, no! She tried to run, blast by Ollie, and she got by Ollie, but the officers were too quick. They grabbed her by the nape of the neck, put her in handcuffs, and took her away. And that was Ollie and the case of the Eaton Door. <laughs>